What what is your philosophy on second chances? Uh, normally, if you if you don't come to me correct the first time, fuck you for life. Really? No, that's not true. You, are uh, you sometimes, a, you're, sometimes. You're a you're dead to me kind of guy. On occasion, yeah. Like if I, if, you know what it usually is? Is like if I meet somebody, and I go up to him and I'm like, "Hey, I'm Shu. Nice to meet yeah. you." And they're like, "What's up?" And then I, and then like a couple days later, I'm like, "Yo, man, what's up?" They're like, "Oh, oh, yeah. nice to meet you. Fuck you for life." This is a that is a serious no. Fuck you for I, life. I, I still know the names of the people in my life that have done that. I still know who of course, they are and you got how a fucking much list. I despise them. <laughs> You're like that guy and it'd be like that guy in Billy Madison like, man, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I've got a list of guys. I'm glad I called yeah, that guy. Yeah, glad I called that guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I cross him out with lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> While you're wearing lipstick. Oh, yeah. whatever he does. I mean both. Uh, yeah, no, I I mean, I'm I'm, I'm I, I am learning to be a little more uh, forgiving. So, yeah. so I you think, forgive the people who didn't shout us out. Uh, yes, I do forgive the people who didn't shout us out. Okay. I do. Yeah. Well, again, those of you did, thank you. Those of you didn't, fuck you for life. Just kidding. I'm I kidding. may not normally, but but like I said, I'm I'm trying to. I'm no, trying we got to be. We have to be giving. Trying to be the, a good me. Season yeah. forgiving. Oh, well, I don't know what season it is right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I don't even know if seasons exist yeah, here. So no, they certainly don't. Well, anyway, so going on about nonsense, thank you again for listening. And, um, you know, we got a lot of responses and, you know, obviously we said we were going to turn this into a two parter for the stand and sit. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we don't want to go too, you know, want to make this whole episode about it, but you know, we did put the poll up yeah. and you know, a lot of people voted, a lot of people didn't vote, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the results were in you reign supreme. And I, the sitters reign supreme. It was on Instagram. It was 75 to 25. It was 75 to 25. Now, uh, people close to me have heard this same thing from me that like, I'm, I'm not one to, I don't, I don't, I don't need to win a popularity contest because I think what I've learned in the past week is that this is a much more, and you're, a lot of people are going to take this the wrong way, including yourself, but (laughs) I think it's a, a much more of a right brain, right brain, left brain type of, of conversation. That not not like generally. An I know all, everything I say now is going to be an excuse because because <laughs> everyone's just going to be like, "Well, you're just trying to you're grasping at straws. You're trying to defend your losing." That's fine. I lost. Like like That's that fair. doesn't convince me that my way is the wrong way. That doesn't say that at all. Sure. All that says is that more people do it the way you do it. What I will say is that I think a standards are actually misunderstood regardless of how in depth we got last week. Right. I think we, I don't think everyone feels the same way and I'm going to get slightly mechanical on it right now just to kind of clear the air here. Most sitters think that standers stand up with their feet pretty much right next to each other and their cheeks are just (laughs) mashed closed and poop (laughs) gets mashed in between cheeks. And then you do your best to shove, shove the toilet paper in there and then with clenched cheeks. Exactly. And everyone's thinking that that's how we do it. It's more of like a hover. It's like a hover. So what I, I and, and I've thought of this in my movements over the past week being like, I don't even think it should be called standing. It's, it's, uh, it's raised wiping. You're raised up and you're, and like I said, I mean, I did give you the geometrical figures that are in my head, mm-hmm. which is really more of like a 45 degree angle. It's not a you're big on the 45 not, degrees. Well, in a way. Yeah. Because yeah. it's the only way I can describe. I mean, if, if we had video, which we might down the line, you guys could see how animated I am about, you know, really what this turns into. But when you're on the, <laughs> when you're on the your toilet, head. let's say you're at a 90 degree there. <clears throat> you're only, you're only standing up halfway. You're not doing yeah. a full stand. And 
whenever anyone's sitting on the toilet, and I'm and I say this with regards to I know that some women like if they're dainty, maybe they like keep their knees together when they go oh, like that kind of thing. I don't. I've never been in the bathroom when a female's going to the bathroom, but I just imagine yeah, since when? No, you've never but, seen your fiance go to the bathroom. No, we're not. We're not a. We're not like a. Oh yeah, it's right. You're weird about bathroom the bathroom while we do our yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I think we both respect that out of each other, you know, like, yeah. uh, so, but anyway, <laughs> again, if this is not a, I, this is probably going to come off as a sexist comment and I don't mean it that way. I'm just saying that I, sitting <laughs> with my knees together is not the way that I do my, my pooping. I yeah. sit wide and, and my feet are already pro- at least shoulder width apart, which again, I mentioned that in the original did, yeah. uh, conversation too. And then I stand up with them at least shoulder width apart. I'm not, and, and there's no way to stand up with your feet at least shoulder width apart and have your butt cheeks go completely clenched unless you're going up to straight like a pencil. Right. And, and I've never, ever in a million years or the 30 some odd years that I've been on the earth stood up like a pencil and tried to get in there while Fair. standing at a, like at, in a straight line. And so I think the standards, quote unquote standards, are going to back me on that being a little bit of a misconception from sitters. Cause I've watched they will. They a, will. A, a lot of people be animated about how they don't understand how you could stand up clenched together and try to get in there. Like, of course you're going to miss something, which no, is you got to be, you got to be hovering. You got to be spread, which is, I get. So yes, I think there is a misconception. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people who have been, you know, sitters their whole life didn't know that people even did it, which, so I think that we shed some light on that for, for both parties that people were like, Oh, you sit, Oh, you stand. And, um, you know, it was kind of a mixed crowd. I think in the poll that we did, obviously, you know, the sitters reign supreme, which is fine. Um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm no, glad. You, no, rag on me all you want. No, no, Honestly, no I, need I, to rag. I, I, no I, need I, to welcome, rag. I welcome the criticism. Yeah. And it but, doesn't, like I said, it's not like I'm now thinking like, well, since you guys voted that way, I'm going to change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did, I'm just I didn't more going to understand that, that that amount of people um, or that that ratio, of that's the ratio of people, at least amongst our circles and the people that listen to this podcast. Um, but I do want to shout out, no, no one really in particular, but what I did learn is that we are f- far from the first people to do this study. Um, right. They're, they're, if you do any simple Googling about standing or sitting, you'll see all of the, you know, you'll see all sorts of blogs. It's on Reddit. You know, people are talking about it and people have talked about it over and the And usually years. it's about a 50-50 split, isn't it? It actually is. And yeah. honestly, our, and down the line, maybe we'll try again. Not because that I'm assuming it, the, the results will be different, but, um, the more people, you know, the more numbers you have, the more accurate of a, of a result you'll get. I'll probably, it would probably still be like a maybe 60, 40 maybe. sitting, but the 75, 25 over the course of, you know, the several dozen people that did it, mm-hmm. you know, that's several dozen people. But if we had 400 people, 500 people of, of varying age ranges and, and, and genders and all controlled sorts of stuff, study, yeah, it would be a little bit more controlled. But again, I still think that we would be the minority of standards and, and I'm fine with that. I, like, I'm not, I don't feel defeat. I do. It, I do. Uh, <laughs> I do think that it confirms that the majority is, does what you do. And I don't really have a good answer to that because I'm not convinced that it's like, we're just lunatics that are standing up. No. So I mean, like, so it kind of gets into the thing of, where you were, we were asking like, did, do you remember being taught? And so you were definitely taught that way. I mean, maybe not, but like I don't my, remember being taught. my mom reached out cause we, she listened and she said, I did teach you. Okay. Cause she's like, that's no, like, she came at me strong about it. She was okay. like, I guess I didn't she do also, my proper She research. also sent me the thing, um, the description 
for, uh, and this is training children. Uh, no, it was the description of what the manual for the bidet says. Okay. And which I'll read really quick. Okay. So bidet etiquette tips for use when you, (laughs) when you first use a bidet, clean off with toilet paper first before you attempt the bidet spray. Okay. You don't need to use soap to use a bidet. You may notice a towel hanging within arm's reach of your bidet. Be forewarned that this is for drying off your hands, never for your rear. So this is actually saying to dry. No, to do your wipe first, to and then wipe use first, the bidet. and then clean up, like almost like a wet. It's wipe. a rinse off. It's a rinse it's off. A rinse off so, afterwards. But then it's a, rinse cycle. a friend of mine reached out and hit me up on Instagram and said, "You guys are both crazy. Mm-hmm. They make attachable bidets." No need for toilet paper. Join me in in thirty twenty, and I was like, "Wait, so you don't Oof. use any toilet?" So literally, like what you said. No, there's a bidet in there. Of course, I didn't wipe. Like, mm-hmm. It's like you, and I was. And he, he said, "Oh no, it's more of a, a pat dry." So it's like, what if you have like what if you pat dry like a pat dry? That seems insane. What what, what does padding do after <laughs> after after a shit? What is padding going to do? You have salt. There's solid matter that you need to. It, I'm sorry. It's a scooping. It has to be a scoop. <laughs> it's a scoop. Let's let's just. Let's, I'm going to come out there and say it. It's not even really a wipe. It's a scoop. A lot of times, it's a scoop. Maybe not always. You talk about backing up a backhoe into that bitch and just scoop scooping her out. Well, if you want to be thorough, yeah, copy that. And I think we've decided that not everybody is is it falls in the category of thorough. It sounds like. I mean, I mean, just a spray and a pad. I good guess. Good luck to your boy. Who who yeah. operates that way? But yeah. uh, but I I I certainly will give a, an extra sniff when I'm I. I'd hate to him. be a fly on the wall during that rim job. <laughs> Ooh, not a taste I'm familiar with. What is this mushrooms? <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> Damn, that's hard. I don't know. Oh, we, I mean, well, right? Could be hard. Could be soft. What would be the taste? Is it acidic? Could be. I think it is. I don't know. Oh, you think? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Spicy, spicy. Mayo. Let's hear from the folks that are that are that that enjoy uh, administering rims. the rim job, rims. administering them. Yeah, like a little bit of tahini on the rim. Right. Yeah. Like, what is the? Is it a? Is it like an acidic, like a citrusy, like acidic taste? Is it sweet? I, well, I think it depends on. I think it yeah. depends Diet. on getting cleaned. Like, it's like if you like if you talk about it ahead of time. Like, if somebody goes oh, in yeah. for like a bleaching or something, it's going to taste different than if somebody had just you know had Mexican food the night before and mm-hmm. just rip fat salsa. And just... So, okay. I mean, in that regard, um, you know, have you ever had your asshole bleached? Have I? Yeah, I don't know. No. Dude, is that something that guys do? I'm sure some do. Well, yeah, but I don't. I don't know why. Do you know any girls who have ever had their asshole bleached? Uh, if if I do know them, I don't know that they have it bleached. True. What I've never that? experienced a bleach. Does asshole. that? Do you think that hurts? Uh, beats me. Or does it just feel like a thing? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. This is a foreign thing to me. Yeah, I know. I, we kind of got off. Well, I mean, you know, poop and bleach, and <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just got to drink bleach. I guess is that what, that's not how it happens. Well, yeah, it's I, the opposite. You go from the top. No, isn't that what happens? Yeah, you got to drink it, and then it comes out and it cleans. Yeah, it cleans yeah. the way out. It's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like uh, Drano, or like one of those snake. Yeah, it's Drano. It's or one of those snakes. To get your pipes clean. It's a clean, it's a pipe clean. Sometimes you just got to get your pipes cleaned. <laughs> Amen. But the one thing that um, I think a couple other people reached out um, and said so. It, People were like very 
shocked at sitting. A lot of people were kind of like not as shocked about a lot of people were shocked about standing, but they weren't the, on the inverse, the people who stand weren't very shocked about the sitting. Mm. They were just kind of like interesting observation. You know what I mean? It was, it was kind of weird. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was unique, but yeah, like, like they knew that their, uh, method wasn't, was the alternative method. Right. Right. Yeah. Like they were aware that their, their option was, was a, 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 a modification of, another uh, right. another method yeah. yeah no that's that's true and the sitters are always just like mind blown when mm-hmm. they find out that people stand up i was thinking about this too is that aside from i mean we've kind of just been talking about poop like <laughs> yeah. which is like well no i'm just saying like well when girls go pee obviously they're sitting yeah like not a lot of guys are sitting to pee and they reach in and well, so, and I feel like they reach below the the threshold i actually think a majority of girls when they pee stand to wipe is that so? A lot of girls that I talk to like that, I'm oh, like, yeah. and I've asked, I'm like, do you, when you're doing it, and they're like, yeah. oh, I just, I'll, I'll hover, oh. which a hover is a stand. I was like, oh, so you stand. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's not really standing. And it's like, okay. So, so that, that kind of, yeah. So there's a much, it's not as, as clear of a line as I think. We yeah. Originally it's thought. definitely not just black and white. I no. think it's, it's very like, it's, it's, there's a, there's a thin line to be crossed. We're like gray zone. Yeah. It's gray zone. It's gray water. Oh, after a certain period of time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we, what Dwight and I were talking about, like while what got brought up from comments from friends and stuff who, who had kind of reached out in the comments mm-hmm. on our posts and stuff. We're like, what happens when you're in the bathroom when you run out of TP? Yeah. So at that point, sitting or standing isn't even really part of your addendum. It's, it's really just now about like an exit strategy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sure is. I, yeah. I'll tell you a story really yeah, quick. Give me something. Give me what you got. Um, and this kind of isn't the same thing, but it kind of just came to my mind. Mm-hmm. So I was on tour once and <laughs> I was really drunk and I got into a wrestling match with the tour manager and we got like upset at each other and I was drunk and I was like, oh, I'm leaving. And we were in Ohio somewhere mm-hmm. and I just started walking and it's pouring rain. And I'm drunk, and it's like my first time having an iPhone 3GS, and I don't really know how to use it. Don't even know where we're staying, and I'm just like kind right. of walking in a direction. Yeah. And so I'm soaking wet. And I'm like, dude, I've got to poop mm-hmm. bad. And it was like 3 a.m. So I'm uh, come upon this like open like area that kind of looks like a quad in like at like a college, but it's mm-hmm. like an apartment complex, like a field and like a light, and I I see what looks like a like a uh, central air unit. And I was like, oh, I can lean against that and poop. Okay. So I <laughs> I go to do that and I drop trowel, mm-hmm. pouring rain, middle of public, and I go to lean on it and I fall through it because it's a paper box. Oh, no. so just, Wait, did, did you start? The, I didn't start. The, you didn't start the, so then I got back up and I was like, well, I don't have any TP. So I just started grabbing leaves yeah. off the bush next to me and just ripping leaves. Well, that's arguably even a, a, a more beneficial type scenario than if you're truly like in a public bathroom or somewhere where like, or like a campsite bathroom. Well, not when you're waking up the next day and going to take a shower at the place you're saying and, f- and pieces of poop leaves oh. are just falling out. Okay. But, <laughs> but what I'm suggesting is that, is that, uh, if you're, like, like you know those campsite ba- or like beach bathrooms. It's like everything. Fuck a beach. Everything bathroom, looks dude. like a jail toilet. It's, it's like a jail so toilet, gross. and and there's no lid. There's no seat. You don't top. even want to walk in there, like with like flip flops on. No one wants to walk in there. Yeah, um, but then there's no there's none there. I mean, most people won't start. Like you'll check ahead of time, right? Do you think there's anyone who walks into a bathroom and's like, oh, I noticed there 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 wasn't any TP, but I I went anyway. So. Uh- <laughs> 
Maybe. Is that, is that I don't know. That exists? I don't think so. I mean, unless it's like a full blown emergency. You have to be a particular type of person. Yeah. What if cool. it's like yeah. a full blown, like yeah, you can't it's like it's either, can't stop. It's either now in your pants or at that toilet that doesn't have anything around it for, for cleaning. Yeah, at least you can just dispose at, of that and then worry about it later. Right. And I, what, what is the worrying about it later? What, how, does it, how do you operate? Well, so Let's I, say you're at the beach or at a pool. Yeah, and, like what do you do if you're at a pool? Like if you're at a pool party... And you're at like and you a, have an emergency and you have an emergency. Are you talking about like you shit in the pool or you like you no, shit your pants? No, no, like, no. like you're lounging and you shit your pants. No, I'm actually talking about neither of those things. I'm saying uh-huh. like if the only option for your bathroom break in an emergency at a pool party, you're wearing like your trunks mm-hmm. and nothing else. Yeah. And you roll into the, the, the provided bathroom, whether it be a porta potty or something like that, you have to do your business and you're going to worry about cleaning up after you're finished. Yeah. What if there's no cleaning materials? Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to start using something that's already like your bathing suit? Are you? Are well, it's you like if you use your ba- someone for help. Well, if you use your ba- if you use your bathing suit, then, then you're really screwed. Well, then you're naked at right. that point. Now you're just walking around. Unless you just put them back on and then do the mo- the wiping motion once they're back on and then walk. <laughs> and then where do you go? Where do you go from there? Home? Well, at least you still have trowel on. At least you still have coverage. You have you have that bathing suit on. But you're yeah, covered and, but in yes, shit. The, to answer your question, yes. It, you then just you go, go home. Yeah. yeah. You say, and people go, why, why? The whole the party's looking at you. Why are you leaving? Why are you leaving? What do you say? Because I shit. Oh, well, you <laughs> would, yeah. <laughs> you would say, I, because I shit. I'd probably have to, I'd probably scream for help. Okay, to whom? Well, it depends on who I was there. If I was there with like a friend, I'd be like, dude. Like if it was me and you, and yeah. I was and I was at a, and like we were at you a pool, text me or something. Like I, that, if right? I had my phone, I text you. And yeah. If not, I just start screaming. For, try, <laughs> try, try, <laughs> and then hopefully you, and hopefully you come to my rescue, and maybe you'd give me like your shirt or something. Uh, mark my words, I will not be giving you my shirt to wipe your ass with. I've wiped my, I've wiped somebody else's ass with my shirt before. Right, and that somebody else was maybe a better man or woman than I, because I, I mean, I'll help you. Well, I'll go no, find. No, I wipe. I use my shirt to wipe somebody's ass because they pooped on my. And birthday. they didn't have the. They didn't have the. Well, they tools pooped. They to pooped in. Pu- they pooped in public. It was mm-hmm. a girl I was dating, and she pooped in public, and I had to wipe. She shit. In That's just face. a nice, nice guy. And I had to take my shirt off and clean her up, and. Yeah, and then well, you had to, or you just it, it was, there was no other option. It was like the same thing: pooping in public with no TP. What do you do? Do I just walk her back up to my apartment, covered in shit on her legs? Or yeah, I mean, she she her decisions led her to that. Point. I took my brand new South Carolina souvenir shirt off and I wiped her. <laughs> I wiped her ass with it, and then that was a enough. real gem. And, yeah, <laughs> and that wasn't enough, so I had to take my sock off, and right. I finished up. Heavens, and then and then she fell asleep in the bathroom, and I covered her with my dirty laundry. Well, you know, I was 19. Don't judge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, things happen. I'm sure. I'm sure our listeners have much more uh, graphic stories about about you think maybe not much more, but I'm sure that they can. Do you think they can many people have, have you think many people have been shit on by their girlfriend? I don't know if I'd use the term many, but I think I think I, I think it's happened before, many, many. especially if like they maybe have a condition where it's like it kind of happens a lot. I guess so, during like, like anal so, like, or yeah, something too. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not even saying sexual. I just mean like maybe your your significant other just has yeah has a tendency of of, of projectile, and it's like if you get caught in the crossfire, that's kind of on you. Crossfire. Yeah, yeah, and because it sounds like that's essentially what happened to you. Was that like you didn't really know you weren't really expecting it? If you had been expecting, it, you would have been like, we should go somewhere where cleaning. I was expecting like a pee. I was like going to help her pee, yeah. and as soon as the pants hit, it was immediate mud. 
just like soft serve mud bath. Yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" And really? there was like, it was like farts and stuff. And that's was, that is that's not that doesn't that makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, try living it. No, no, <laughs> I just walk away and be like, "This is yeah. above my pay grade." Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can handle this. But I'm thinking about like what happens if, um, what if you're like at the airport and that happens. Right. Where you, you got no other options. I mean, again, it brings right, me right back to who's walking into a stall and being, I mean, I, I know we're talking about an emergency, I guess. So yeah. it makes sense. But, but like, what, what whoa, even if you get, yeah. like, you see that there's a little bit there, but it's not enough. You can uh, at least. Oh, then, I can make do. Uh, yeah. At least I then you could like to, maybe yeah. like shuffle over to the next stall and maybe. What with pants down? Maybe. I don't know. If, maybe. Uh, I, I at least really? pull my boxers back up and probably just shuffle. I got no shame. There. Have you seen anyone ever do a shuffle dance out of one stall into another? I've a stranger? Never seen that. I did one <laughs> that time. That would be a sight to un- see. Unrelated, I did once uh, for fun. I was on a trip with some friends and we went to like a rest, like we stopped at a rest stop yeah. on the way to our destination. And uh, I went to my buddy, go, yeah, check it out. And I like went next to a guy, which you never oh, do. Oh, you dropped fully on either Yeah, like, but right next to, you yeah. know how you never, like as a guy, which, of you know, I'm sure many people know about, but like you never, as a guy, like when you're in a bathroom, if there's three stalls there and the guy's in the middle, like you don't, you rarely want to go next to another guy. Like you always keep right. like one yeah, stall. Yeah, there's an etiquette. There's an unwritten etiquette that like if, let's say you end up with at a blank wall of urinals, you go to one of the far sides. That way it gives the the runner up, the next guy, the ability to skip skip a, a, a urinal and use one that's that's two away. So I don't know. I mean, there most of the time there's there's a partition. Like I mean, it's are we that worried about it? But it, it just comes down to privacy. But I think even with Maybe the partition, we just don't though, want dongs being within like a bubble that we. It's a, it's just like a weird unspoken rule. You just that's yeah. just what you do. But uh, anyways, yeah. Have I, you ever been peeing next to a stranger and just looked down and been like, nice? <laughs> I've never said nice, but I've, I've 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 caught glances of dudes like where they're like standing really far back, and I'm like. Yeah you don't have to be that far away. And oh, like, and he's just like cock flailing around. Oh. I was like, Jesus, bro. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, everyone's just the same deal that you're saying. Like you, you, you have a, you, there's a comfortability that you have that some, other people I mean, I don't too. care. I mean, that no, was the no thing where, like where I was saying was like where I went up to that stall and I just dropped trout. I was just like, you yeah. know, I looked like a five-year-old, like in like an elementary school, just yeah. like pulling your yeah. pants down. You're like, yeah. it's my first time yeah. using a urinal. Yeah. And you yeah. guys must've had a nice, nice, nice long crack. He up. just, well, he just kind of looked and he was just like, yeah. And he had to go very yeah. quick. I had a friend that did the same thing. It was more just for the story. And here it is. Here it is surfacing <laughs> as a story later on. You never Shout thought out, that it yeah. might, might go on a national podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, bathroom stuff is weird, man. Like, you got like, Yeah. Well, you know, and that, that definitely uh, prompts what I want to tell our listeners, I think, is that, like, uh, I think we've, I think in a lot of ways we've, we've broached, we've, 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 Broach the bathroom topic. I think it's time for us to experience other uh, uh, other you know, aspects of yeah, life, other daily life irkments and uh, and and gear grinding that we experience on a daily basis. Hell yeah! You know what I you know what I want to talk about. And this what do you is talk and about? this is a very this is a big change in uh, like shift. A shift. Um, so like you know a while ago before we did the first episode, I kind of like did like a little questions thing on my Instagram and kind of reached out to people and was like, Hey, like, you know, if we started a podcast, what would you want to hear about? Yep. And, uh, tour, like travel horror stories was, mm. was on there. And I kind of really like that cause I've got a bunch. Yeah. And one of my main ones is, so I was 
flying? I mean, obviously you you have travel horror stories. Uh, yeah, th- there aren't any that are just like blatantly jumping into my brain, but yeah. yeah, I could totally dig up plenty, plenty of, of horror stories that, that, that are really just, you know, they bring back rough memories, rough, rough memories. Yeah. yeah. So when I was, it was the night before Thanksgiving in like 2015 or whatever. And I was going to do a show in the Philippines and we were flying out to the Philippines and we we're taking Phil shout out Philippines air. I hate you. <laughs> Oh, and so yeah, never. I'm sorry, Philippines there, but this you'll know why I don't like you after yeah. at the end this of the story. episode is brought to you, you by, by Philippines <laughs> Air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to the Philippines, and we get on this flight like 9:30, and it is the oldest plane ever. Like probably one of the oldest ones, right? It's probably from like the 70s. It's still had ashtrays, didn't have any TVs, and it had like the old rickety ones that came from like the center, and. uh so we get on the plane. There's no AC and people are like, it's so hot, blah, blah, blah. Jeez. So we're sitting there. Like everyone boards the plane and we're sitting in the plane like before it leaves the gate for like an hour. Uh, that'd be a mean immediate panic attack for me. Like like on um, like at the snap of a finger, I would be in like fight or flight. Hyperventilating. Like hyperventilating. Yeah. My, 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 heart, my heart would be just blasting through my rib cage. Right. Like. That would have been like I'm canceling whatever trip I'm doing. Even if I'm working, I'd be like, I quit. Of course, no, no. <laughs> Wherever I, I am, no, I so quit like, and I'll, and I'll I, swim home. I have anxiety on planes sometimes, like not all yeah. the time, but like I'm like I'm like hot, so I'm like ah, this is really uncomfortable. Yeah. And um, you know, one of our mutual friends is with me. He was a tour manager, and so I'm like sitting there, I'm like, dude, like this is kind of freaking me out. And so we end up leaving the gate finally, and we're sitting. Oh no, sorry, we barely left the gate. Okay, we're sitting like. 30 feet from the gate and we're just sitting there. The artist that we were with starts losing his mind. He's like, something's wrong with the plane. Like there's a reason like, why just like a, like he just had like a snap in his brain where he's like, I, I know something's yes. wrong. And he, oh, so heavens. he, so he teams up and he's sharing it with the rest of the plane and, or at least the rest of the group being he's very vocal about it. And so another guy is freaking out. Cause now it's been, oh, it's like, no. we're like maybe two and a half hours past our departure time, yeah. like sitting on the plane. And so he starts losing his mind with this other passenger. And they're like, let's go. We're going up the front. I was like, yo, are you going to stop him? And he's like, no, let him go. He's like, I don't care. And I was like, okay. So uh, you being the tour manager, uh, because, you know, his job to babysit. So he goes up with this other guy and they start screaming at the flight. It's like, let us off the plane. We know something's wrong. And they're like, sir, please go back to your seat. And he dives they're like, and like the flight attendants are like locking hands, like blocking like hands across America, lock yeah. against no to one's, keep him from the cockpit. to keep him from keep him from the door, the door. To, yeah, so he dives underneath them and starts grabbing at the door, trying to pull the thing down. Oh my god! And and so they're like, sir, which you can. He should have just gone to jail right there. Yeah, it's like it's like a twenty thousand. I was just gonna fine. say. I was just I was just like that. That is like that's like that's like a, the, a worldwide no no. Yeah. So. They didn't. They just were like, if go I back was, to your seat. I'm sorry, dude. If I was, whether I was part of your crew, whether I was observing from row fucking 90,000 in the back, yeah. I'd be like, that's enough for me to be, um, no, the answer is no. I I, oh. I don't need a refund. I'm getting off. Trust me. Same. same. This gets so much worse. So, so he, um, so he comes back to a seat. So then, the, like now, it's like three hours. They're like, "Hey, we're, there's something wrong with the de- the plane. We're going to deplane." Um, <laughs> Wait, who said that? The captain said that. Yes. He, so after this event, not directly after, but like 
After this, who you know, after someone who would have been observed as some crazy person said, I know there's something wrong with the plane. Get me the fuck off. Yeah. Several moments later, the cock, the the, the okay. pilot, the pilot said, "There's something wrong with the plane. You got to get off." Yes. So we Jesus. so we deplane, but we're the plan is to get back on. They're going to bring maintenance right. up to they're going to replane. So we get off and and the the band goes and gets like their own. They're like going to get food, mm-hmm. and we're in the international terminal in like a weird section. So there's not like a lot of stuff open because it's late. Because it's now like twelve thirty. We're supposed to depart at nine p.m. Yeah. and now it's twelve thirty a.m. And so I'm with the TM and I'm like, I'm looking at the people in the cockpit and there's like six people up there grabbing their, their heads and being like, and their hands are in there. Like, don't know what's happening. And I, and I look at the TM, I'm like, yo, we can't get back on this plane. No. Another band who was going with us to do the same show. They were like, we're not getting back. They pulled the plug. Yeah. Yeah. They ended up doing the show from home. Like they did, like they just like broadcast it broadcast. live to the thing. So oh we get back on the plane and the same thing is going on. Like more like people grabbing their hair, no AC. And and then like, I think in the, like the last hour, uh, there was like a, like a a woman who was like kind of overweight and she was like, she was crying and screaming. She's like, God, I've got diabetes. And like, people are starting to get like rambunctious. And so finally like, please take your seats. We're going to leave. So now we get on the runway and this rickety TV comes down and starts giving like this old black and white, like like a uh, safety briefing. And so we're on the runway and all of a sudden it's like, um, now sit back, relax and enjoy your floor. And the <laughs> lights a, go dim and the, and the, the screen goes it's blank. It's a fucking tower of terror. And then all of a sudden you hear the, the all of a sudden you, in the dark, you hear the TVs go. <laughs> and uh, literally as soon as the screen goes flush with the ceiling, the wheels um, fall off the plane uh, immediately. And the plane just starts taking <laughs> off unwarranted and it's like shaking and it's shaking. Yeah. And you're in a tin can flying, flying uh, above, above the ground in that, a plane that, that, in they, a plane that they probably just, Oh, you know. actually, you know what? I skipped, I skipped ahead actually a lot, but anyways, I will say that we, we, we got back on the plane and then they kicked us off the plane. We had to stay overnight. They kept our baggage and we had to go. We, then we came back the next day and got on the same plane. And so now we're taking off on the same plane, like the same VIN number plane, like the same, the exact same plane. They they wouldn't take our luggage off. They left it. So we're on the same flight, the same plane the next day in our dirty chonies that we were the day before. And so now we're taking off, which seems like, honestly, like, you know, like a, a plane takeoff takes like maybe a minute. You mean just from from like from like all engines go from all engines go to to, wheels up to wheels off the ground. Mm hmm. It seems like a minute in it, like two minutes. We're like trying to take off, and then all of a sudden, I'm, like they're up there, like breaking the handle off, trying to pull yeah, up. trying to pull it up. And I look over, like four seats over, and the bass player, he just looks at me with the most horrified look, and he's just like this. He's just shaking his head back and forth, like, dude, no, this is it. And so they pull this plane off the ground, and now we're flying over the Pacific Ocean. Nope. And you know how like you can nope. gradually feel going up. We didn't, we didn't ascend for 30 minutes. So we were like hovering over the ocean for like 20 minutes. Well, I'm like, I mean, luckily there wasn't like a potential mountain right in front of you that you were about to hit. Like you could take your time, take it off, I guess. It was the most, it was the most wave. terrifying flight. I was like, this is it. And I was like, we're not going to make it. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, props to you for getting on a plane after that again. I mean, a lot of people would be like, that's the nail in the coffin. That's number one. That's Sorry, like, that was like a long end story, but yeah. No, 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 I appreciate that. That like, that's a, um, and I, I think I've heard an iteration of that story before 
you've touched on that being an experience of yours. And, and I felt equally uncomfortable. Like my hands are sweating right now, just hearing that that's something that you went through. Because like, if I was there, like you didn't really explain to us how really how you were handling this emotionally. I know that you were not feeling good about it, but like for me, it would be, it would be, I'd probably be the dude trying to run out of the thing, to be honest. <laughs> like, I would have been like, what, all this shit that just ha- happened, like, call it a sign, call it an omen or what. Yeah. I don't want to be involved anymore. Like, I, like, take my name off the, off the 100%. list. Like, I don't want to do that. But you didn't really do that. You said, like, I'm just, I'm in it. To I win just, it. like, like, literally, the TM, my buddy, he put, he put his headphones in because the artist the entire time was, literally losing his mind he was like dude there's something wrong he's like it's the same thing it's a bad omen we don't need to be here he's like it's not worth the money to go play this show he's like let's just get off and zach uh, i'll say his name zach zach just puts his headphones in and is and i and i'm like are you gonna do anything yeah and he's like no and he just puts his headphones in and just goes back and which so, some could call that like bad tour managing and other people could call that like 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 gold standard tour managing because yeah, yeah, yeah. like sometimes you just need to be like hey it ain't my job, ain't my prob. I was gonna say we're here. We gotta go. We have my <laughs> yeah. my job. Yeah, my is, job is to get you from point. My a to job point is B. to make sure that we get to the show. So yeah. sit back and relax because yeah. oh, we're going. Don't. We're still going. <laughs> you can like, sit forward and, and and not relax. And meanwhile, I'm just sitting there. And yeah, I didn't really say I was feeling. I was white knuckle gripped. Okay, most of the time sweating because yeah. there was obviously no AC. And I'm just, I'm like, this is it. Like, this yeah. could be potentially the end. Were you thinking like, I cheated in the contest. <laughs> Why? Because yeah. I'm a cheater. Because I'm a cheater. <laughs> no, I just figured like, you know, this much. Oh, heaven is home, baby. Oh, baby. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> no, I just figured this is it. It's almost over. So hashtag Kramer. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who like Seinfeld. Yeah, well, uh, more travel stories to come. That that was a that was definitely a good. Uh, I'm sweating thinking about it because it brought me back to a, yeah. a, a strange time. Yeah, I'm surprised you even want to recite it because on a, like I, I would want to be trying to forget it because whenever we're able to travel again for work, you know, you're gonna be thinking about it the next time you're on a plane. Granted, you probably will see like philippines airlines on a on an itinerary and you're going to be like oh no.com <laughs> oh no i actually think that if i did a gig now and they were like oh we're flying philippines air i'll be like uh, save no, yourself save yourself the money right. i'll book my own flight oh yeah or, that's or i'll pay the di- i'll pay you the difference to fly a different airline you wouldn't even be like to get yourself another stage manager no because I, I, I mean one well, i'd probably want to do the gig well yeah you'd want to but what if they're like they're the only ones that fly to this i probably place. wouldn't go you wouldn't. Okay. So no. you'd be like, sorry, I, if, I'm so sorry. If like, there was no other option, I don't career. think I'd, I'd have to see the plane before. <laughs> you'd have to do your own inspection. I'd, I'd have to, well, you know, it'd be like one of those things where I'd accept the gig. And then if I got on the plane, it was the same plane. I'd yeah. be like, well, it's time to go. Wow. I just have to leave. I'd be like, sorry, I can't do the gig. So, because I, some diehards would be like, I'm doing this gig, whether this is my time or not, you know, maybe this you know, is my fun, time. You know, it's funny. I say that and I probably would be the diehard. I think you would. I'd yeah, probably be yeah, the diehard. Yeah. I mean, cause once I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. And I mean, maybe that makes me sound like a softie, but like, honestly, it's like, yeah, Mr. Softies ice cream. I, I could, I could like, I'm already, the way I see air travel is that within the past 100 years, <laughs> the, some people, whether you want to call them the Wright brothers or whatever, just decided that oh. we're not going to be on the ground anymore. Like it's time for us to be up there in the sky. And Flying. someone else was probably just like, Oh no, that's okay. Like we don't, we don't need that. That's cool. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, we're going to, we're going to now go up there and they're going to be like, and the, and they, the, the person in disagreement is probably like, 
why? Like, what? It'd be like, oh, faster. And I'd be like, okay, but like, but is it safer? <laughs> oh, faster. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's just, it's, it's a heightened, uh, a heightened danger level. Cause yeah. And then <laughs> again, within the past hundred years, this isn't like, this isn't like, this wasn't created like before the United States was, was, was discovered. Yeah. Like this was like Tommy J. not that long ago. And, and, uh, and now we all just blindly get into a really long tin can with, ever- with two pieces of metal hanging off the side of them. That's that, that they said, don't worry. Those keep us up. Yeah. And, and I go, and I think like, well, what is this way? They go, Oh, hundreds of thousands of pounds. It's like, and we're going to go really, we're going to go 30,000 feet into the breath. And then the way I see it, it's like, the <laughs> <laughs> you, feet the breath. you knew what I meant. And then there's someone at the front of it, like, Hopped up on ketamine or something like that, just being like, "We're fucking going!" Yeah. And then there's just a bunch of innocent folks it's in the back Denzel, just holding it's on. Washington in flight. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna invert the bird. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta flip it. <laughs> gotta invert the bird. Uh-huh. So, like, that's what flight. Tra- that's what air travel is to me. It's like just some no, people that like terrifying. Generally, have. I mean, they're my. Okay, full disclosure. My father was an airline. I was just pilot. say your dad's a pilot. Was uh, he was he was an airline pilot for thirty some commercial years. airlines right commercial yeah, yeah. and um, and uh, he he kind of over the years gave me the reassurance that I needed to be able to feel comfortable doing it but I still don't feel like I mean pilots are really well trained most of them are really well trained and they and they know how to operate a pe- this piece of machinery which is which is a, a new age m- piece of machinery are they really that, that well trained. Well, th- that's why I say most of them because it's it all it's all relative based on where you're trained, and I mean most of the from my limited knowledge, it, um, you know most of the airlines have have a pretty rigorous uh, yearly, if not bi yearly or whatever, like like testing process, and like if you don't if you don't pass these required tests, you're 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 kicked to the curb. Like so, it's not just like you learn at a place. You learn at a flight school, and then they're like, "Hey, we'll pay you." Chinese flight school down on, down on yeah, yeah, Boulevard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and um, you know, Fred's flying Falcons or something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And, uh, but so no, there's 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 a there's some checks and balances. But that being said, it is a tin can piece of material that's 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 powered by these these relatively new designed engines. Yeah, that are that are barreling you through the air yeah. at hundreds of miles an hour. miles an hour, yeah. And all you can do is sit and eat your piece of shit bag of fucking pretzels and just hope <laughs> that the guy up at the front <laughs> knows, knows what he's, he's doing. Well, not even knows what he's doing, but like you, you've put your. Uh, I, we say he. Uh, there, there are plenty of really great women, women pilots too. Yeah. But like we're just referring to the, they, the, those folks up at the front. We're just saying like, well, you. Somebody trained you, right? <laughs> you know? right? Yeah, yeah. Take our money and 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 barrel us through the air halfway to space. Yep. So we can get and we'll have like a shitty drink yep. and like a bag of pretzels, and then hopefully we'll land where we asked you to go from the first point. I don't know how you got there, yeah. but you're just gonna barrel down and like hope for the best in this tin can. Yeah, in a place where you can't see where you're going, you're just using coordinates that you learned somewhere. Yeah, and actually, you know, what's funny is like sometimes when I've been a little anxious on the plane, like at any given time, I actually, I even one time while flying to help me calm down, I took out my pen and like paper and I drew, I'm not a, I'm not an artist by any means. Like, and I, I, I drew like this cartoonish picture 
like the of a of a plane with plane a crash. bunch of no 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 a, with a bunch of wildly frightened innocent people in the back and the guy in the front has bloodshot eyes he's got like <laughs> dragon teeth and he's just going let's fucking do it and that's the way i see air travel <laughs> that's probably pretty that's how i look though. at it and, and that actually for some reason brought me some calm being like that's, that's just strange. funny i was just like that's just fu-. like this is what this have is you, what we're have you ever taken the at. time to admire um, and it's usually after I've had a couple of glasses of red wine on the mm-hmm. plane. But like if I've if I'm unfortunate enough to be sitting in the back and like have you ever like kind of done tunnel vision and just looked down the tube and realized that you're in a tube? That's what I'm telling you. It's a tin fucking can. I know, but it's like if you really take the time to admire, it's like, wow, this is really just You know a what the tube. worst feeling on planet Earth and above planet Earth is? Is when you're watching like a straight line of the aisle and it bends while you're flying. I've never seen it. Yeah, because that. they flex. And that's what planes are built to do. And if you know the the physics of it, it's Planes aren't, it's not just like a static thing. Yeah. It has some flexibility because if it didn't, the, 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 the force that is, that is being put upon the, the aircraft, like with the, (laughs) like, but from the air force at, you know, from the force of the air at, at hundreds of miles an hour. And I'd love to be proven wrong, but I'm, I'm very close to, to positive that this is something that like, it's like when you build a building Building that, that, that that is in a place that's prone to earthquakes, like it's, and high winds, like uh, it's supposed to flex because otherwise it'll snap and break. So wouldn't you rather be in a slightly, so when you're sitting on the aisle seat, like against the back of the plane, especially when you're taking off, it seems, especially because like once you start turning, this thing isn't like, like straighter than straight. This thing is like every now and then all of yeah. a sudden the guy who's across the aisle from you way up at the front is kind of more in front of you. Yeah. It's fucking flexing like <laughs> yeah. a slinky or some shit. And then in front of him is some like hopped up dude on speed or something like that. Trying <laughs> yeah. to find a plane. Of course they're not on speed, but that's what it feels like. It's like, of course, like you, I almost think like, it's okay to slow down. We're still getting there like months faster than if I was walking, <laughs> you know, well, like, obviously, yeah. cross country. It's like, you can slow down, bro. Like it's, it's okay. Like it is a mirror. I mean, dude, f- t- flying is <laughs> going to be a little, if it's going to hurt a little less when we crash, <laughs> if you go like a hundred miles an hour slower, yeah, then yeah. do it, please. <laughs> if you're going any speed, you're, you're I mean, you're just going to turn yeah. to dust, space dust. It seems that way. Yeah. Has anyone been in a, in, in a plane crash? We want to hear your oh, stories. Do we I have mean, any plane crash yeah, survivors? Yeah. yeah. Any survivors? We'd love to hear people. Your people have, I mean, that's crazy. Big time. Big I mean, time. I think it's, uh, especially folks like us that travel a lot. Right. Like I, they've been in some re- pretty, pretty, uh, like, uh, dicey situations, including my father, like one of something that I always think back to, which another thing is a lot of people don't know is that planes are, um, uh, are, are meant to conduct electricity for, I knew that. So, so he told me, he's like, we're, you know, it was a rough flight home, but he was telling me some story. I don't exactly know the cadence or like how he, how he brought it up, but he was like, yeah. And we got struck and I was like, how are you standing in front of me right now? He's like, the planes are meant to conduct it. It, it, it conducts it through the front of the plane and it right. shoots it out through the back. So it, it's, it's kind of the same way it is if you were to get struck in a car or something, apparently there's like a grounding system or there's like a transfer of current system on, on a commercial airliner. But then you land and there are these big black bullet holes in the side of the plane From because it, it blows through. Has he, has he been flying when that's happened? That's what I'm talking about is like a story. He told me he like had just gotten off the plane that he flew and got 
blasted by 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 uh, would that scare the hell out of you yeah especially because of the noise too about if it actually hitting you how loud that must be and like and so and so but he was just like no i mean i have faith in the aircraft that's gonna like and i'm like whew, i don't <laughs> have faith in and the there aircraft. are holes they're like black holes in the side of the plane afterwards. is it do you know if it's true i heard this and maybe you know this from your dad, but I heard that I think it's every hundred thousand or two hundred thousand miles a plane gets serviced, like they go through the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know what the the regulation is. Oh, and that, that definitely. Wait, you said hundred thousand. I think it was a hundred thousand flying miles that mm-hmm. like they go through and they like tighten all the bolts, and make sure like the panels aren't flying off in the. But for like, in between each hundred thousand, there's there could be loose bolts. Is that what you're suggesting? Yeah, I think they do give it like a like a fifteen point inspection or something. They, like, <laughs> well, yeah, well they actually do. I mean, and, yeah. and the pilots themselves do it. They have a walk around. Uh, so before do, on the outside before the, the captain, yeah, before the captain, I I don't know how involved the co-pilot is on the in this particular like like um uh like. The, this protocol and like how they do it. But yeah, it, it, you, sometimes you'll be sitting in an airport and you look out and you see a dude, you see the captain on the tarmac walking around the plane and like, and like, like touching it and doing stuff like they have exactly what you're saying. I don't know. It's probably more than 15 points. It's probably like a hundred point check that they do certain things. So. And it's really, I think it just works as like a, a double check, like, yeah. because they have the mechanics out that they're supposed to do the nitty gritty, but like apparently well, not even apparently. I know for a fact that that's part of the process. Like before the captain is even gonna, I don't know, be, before he turns on the engines or something like that. Like he has to do his walk around. Yeah. So like sometimes like he'll even be waiting you know, on a plane and being like, "Sorry, the captain's doing his pre-flight check." That's what they call it. Oh. I, I, I think. And yeah. Dad, sorry if I got that wrong and represented you poorly, but uh, uh, if you're hearing this, but um, yeah, they do their inspection ahead of time. So you'll sometimes see, like, you know... I'm too busy getting trash and crushing wings before I get on the plane to yeah, notice that. Yeah, well, you know. well, then you should be more attentive. <laughs> Did you know that... Wouldn't you want to know who looked through it? No, ignorance, ignorance is bliss, baby. Either way, you're going to be going 600 miles an hour at 30,000 Doesn't feet. matter if they checked it or not. I'm yeah, just... Yeah. yeah, him checking, like, a little oil cap isn't really going to be the difference yeah. between you dying or Oh, living. he just touched that thing. Yeah, thank Sick. God. He's got it covered. <laughs> And then he's just like, and then he's like, no one's looking. He's just like, yeah. it's a fat rail. And then he's just, yeah. and he's just, he's just doing it. We've been completely just like, like making pilots look terrible. And thank you to all the pilots, especially that have gotten us places safely. It's just fun to think of you as like adrenaline freaks, which yeah. maybe some of you are, and maybe you need to be, but you know, we, of course you all are. Shout like out to the good pilots. Miles. And then, you know, non shout out the reverse shout <laughs> the out to the, shout to the, out. to the pilots who, to the when Garbo you, when, pilots. Yeah, when you've been flying for like 12 hours and you come in and you come in for that super, which you think might be like an okay soft landing and they just like, they bounce the plane like yeah, they four slam times. Down. Yeah, they yeah. slam you down. And, yeah. you know, your head goes through the other person's skull yeah. in, the, in the seat. In front I always of picture it being like anytime that happens, the way, because I have all these, you know, the, these scenarios in my head. Like <laughs> yeah, the dragon like a teeth bat, guy driving, yeah, the, exactly. driving the fucking thing. The way I picture that is anytime there's a bad landing, which I don't think this is the case at all. It's like the, the co-pilot, like the pilot or like the captain just being like, hey, Johnny, get, you give this one a shot. And he's like, sir, I, I, I'm not sure that I'm, I'm, I'm ready. And he's like, you got to try it sometime. Yeah. And it's like, but what about all the people on the back? It's, it's fine. They'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. They and, won't the, know the and the pilot goes hands off. He goes, it's you. It's yeah, you. It's yeah. you. Take it. Plane's take yours. It. Aircraft's yours. That's what they say. And then he goes, okay. Okay, sir. It's like bouncing all around. Yeah, bouncing. And, then, and then he's like, it's okay, buddy. Like, try it again. And, when all the, and then everybody on the plane gets one Screaming. crowd gasp. Like, oh, it's just like, shut up. Like, just yeah. let it happen. Yeah. It's like people but, who clap at the end of movies. 
Oh God! I know. We'll get into that another time. I don't like when the, yeah I don't like when the people clap on the, when you land. After, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, thank Just, you for doing your job to the amount that I was expecting you to do. Your job. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for landing me safely after I paid you five hundred dollars for this flight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, well, guys, Is it time to wrap it up. I think it's time to wrap this week up. Uh, we've been drinking uh, some Kona Island yeah, we seltzers. Some, we tried some new ones this yeah. week, and uh, Kona spiked Island seltzers. They're all right. I've yeah. been on the Bud Light Seltzer game lately. Yeah. Been pretty good, but we wanted I think to it's change been, it up. I think the Bud Light Seltzers have been making a little bit of a surge. I think a lot of people are, are realizing that it's like it's not it's not quite the monopoly that people may have thought yeah, from, from uh, you know the the White Claw era. But still. But, but I mean we're recording on Labor Day and we, we, we decided to work even though we're supposed to have the day off. So hopefully this episode will reach far more people than the first one and we get you know an exponential increase of uh, of 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 viewer of listenership yeah if you like what you're hearing please share it with your friends uh and because we greatly appreciate it and tell them to yell at us too and we'll uh and we'll talk about it that's what we're here for so we gonna go get drunk baby goodbye goodbye